do work, get fit, get mo. The Momentum Fitness Podcast. All right, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Momentum Fitness Podcast. And I have with me the wonderful Jackie Barstead. Mm-hmm. Say hi, Jackie. Hi, everyone. And we have um, our quick questions coming at you. So if you're first time hearing quick questions, we have a mailbox in the gym, which we have members write down anything and everything that they want to know, learn about, are curious about. And we have eight of them that we're going to tackle into. So why don't we just get things started? Jackie, question number one, which CrossFit movement do you find to be the most beneficial? Okay, if you know me, you are all going to expect me to answer this with two movements. And the first one is burpees, and the second one is lunges. Um, I think burpees is one of those functional movements that you're on the floor, you have to get back up, you lay back on the floor, you get back up, you're using almost every muscle in your body. What's not more beneficial than getting to do burpees? If you think about it, the minute you get down and you can't get up, you full, you pull a full Steve Urkel, you fall and you can't get up, is usually about the time that you're going in to a residency where someone has to get you off the floor with you. It, so assisted living, nursing home, one of those things. So we could agree getting our members to continue to do burpees now and then for the rest of their life is going to be huge. Exactly. I'm going to just quick story with that. We actually had a member who had um, injured himself and he was in a nursing home and he was one of our oldest members. He actually is at the time we still consider him a member, but he wanted to, he was in a facility, a long-term facility. And he's like, how do I get out of here? I want to get back home. And they go, you got to get yourself up from the floor. And he goes, okay, got down on the floor. He pushed himself up, got out of there. So that's exactly it. Exactly. Very cool. Um, Mine is going to be a little bit more complex because some of the movements we do here, um, they vary. And the cool thing about it is they can all be modifiable to anybody. And and I'm going to go with the uh, squat snatch. Um, For those of you who don't know what a squat snatch is, uh, it's not a hairy creature that lives in the upper part of northern Canada and is seen seldomly. It is actually a movement with a barbell that requires a triple extension, so a jump of your ankles, knees, and hips firing in all cylinders. A weight would travel then from below your waist above your head in one complete movement. Now, if you're able to get that to happen, excellent. If you're able to take that into a full overhead squat, then you have the mobility and flexibility that is so crucial for that movement. And the reason I bring that up is it's one of those movements that require not just um, coordination, agility, balance. It requires flexibility, mobility, strength, coordination. Everything compiles on that movement. And I believe you're getting over 90% muscle recruitment from just one movement, one lift. Um, to play off that one, a thruster. Uh, it could be a dumbbell thruster, barbell thruster, wall ball, which is a thruster, um, multi-joint, um, very functional and also requires those accuracy and coordination skills that and balance that we all look for in overall health and wellness. So Jackie's going with lunges and burpees. I'm going to be more on the weightlifting side of the squat snatch. All right. Question number two. This one takes it a whole different direction. But Jim, if you had to choose mountains or ocean. So I have never been too mountainous. I'm, I'm, we need to do this, my wife and I. We haven't done mountains. We've only done oceans. So I only know oceans, and I'm going to go with oceans. And I thought about this question because I think oceans, I think of like the show Castaway with Tom Hanks. He was able to survive. He found like fruit. He was able to, there's a lot of marine life he could eat. So 
I think my strengths lie in the ocean right now. In another few years, maybe that'll change, though. Change. Um, I'm going to have to choose mountains. I have a tattoo that signifies the mountains because my favorite trip with my family has been the mountains. Um, we go, you're totally unplugged. It's adventurous. We'll either go in the summer and fall where we do some hiking and climbing. Um, our goal is to climb a 14er every year or the... Um, in the spring, go skiing. So I'm going to have to go the mountains. Although it was a tough decision for me, too, because I do like to hit that ocean once a year and just veg out. <laughs> and lay there and, and do get sun. nothing. Yes. Cool. All right. Our third question What is the most challenging physical thing you have ever done? Okay. I actually had to think about this a little bit too, because it, it seems like, oh my gosh, there's been a couple that I've, I've struggled with. But one was, it's been quite a few years ago, I did a 24-hour adventure race. Um, and that that was pretty challenging because it incorporated mountain biking, incorporated orienteering. It did some hiking. It was in northern Minnesota. So we we're up on a, some ski hills at times. Uh, co-steering, which is in the water in the night, you can't see anything. And I'm in terrain that like if I, I have a fear of something that I won't want to share because I don't want anyone to think it. But I could have seen those things out in the woods like that. And, I, you know, in the night you can't see them. So that is my most physically challenging thing I've ever done. We were so exhausted by the end of it, but it was so cool. It was such a cool feeling. What was the name of the race? It's an adventure race. Just uh, adventure race. Uh, yeah, this one was uh, – I did, used to do quite a few of them, honestly. And this one happened to be um, – I think this was a – Oh gosh, Giant Ridge. It was at Giant's Ridge, I believe it was, and it was um, through Minnesota Adventure Racing Series, is what I did. So I did it actually with a member here who, Michelle Weiberg, she comes to 5 a.m. class, her husband, and another guy. We did a few of those together. So yeah, it was, it was a pretty good time. It was years ago. My kids were pretty little when I did these. Nice. Yeah. So, um, my story takes place in 2016. We're in St. Cloud for the Granite Games, which is now a sanctional CrossFit event worldwide. And back when it was really on its growing phases, we had a team qualify for the pro division. Now, when I say that, we probably shouldn't have been in the pro division, but we qualified and we competed as pros. We, I'm just going to sum it up for you. 30 teams qualified for pros. At the end of the weekend, we took 28th place. So we were at the bottom of the barrel, and it was a very challenging weekend. But out of that weekend, um, so we're on a team. So two females, two males, me and another guy, then my wife and Courtney. One of the events was a 200-meter sandbag carry. So we start at one end zone of the St. Cloud football field. We carry sandbag down to the other end zone, turn around, and carry it back. When we get back, the women carry sandbag down and back. We are in the warm-up area, and they have sandbags for us to learn with. And I've done a few pick up a sandbag. There's not much style. It's grunt work. And I pick up this 200-pound sandbag, and I look around and go, whoa, this is going to be challenging. This is tough. And one of the guys looks at me and goes, well, that's our bag for the um, RX. Yours is the pro bag. It's over here. And it was 250 pounds. In the warm-up area, I could not get this bag off the ground. It was very, very challenging. We get out at the workout. And what do you got to do? You got to give it a try. My partner at the time, Scott, was having some back issues. He was unable to get the bag off the ground either. I think he carried it three meters. 
I was able to get it up and I carried it. I got, I remember getting to the 40 yard line and I dropped the bag. And at this point I am fatigued. I have nothing left in the tank. And I look at the judge and I go, what's the time cap on this workout? Then he tells me 20 minutes. I have 17 more minutes on that football field with me and a 250 pound sandbag. I continue to battle the sandbag. I actually passed some teams that were working in, do, in, in teams of two. I carried it all the way down and all the way back in 19 minutes and 35 seconds. <laughs> that one was the nail in the coffin. By far the lowest low I've ever felt, followed by, there wasn't really a high from that. It was just the lowest low, but that was probably the most physically challenging thing I've ever had to do is carry a, a 250-pound deadweight sandbag 200 yards by myself. Isn't that what amazing adrenaline can do, though? Because you couldn't do it in the warm-up, but then when that 3-2-1 go... Yeah, picked it right you up. You, like, did it? Yeah. Yeah, carried uh, it, like, I don't know. five, ten meters high. at a time. <laughs> I have a video of it somewhere out there. It's just me moving very slow with a very heavy object. Um, question number four. Someone asked, what did you do for fitness before CrossFit? Jim? You got one for that? So I would say I fell more in line with sport performance. I grew up uh, an athlete. I played baseball, football, and wrestling throughout high school. I was a football player in college. So a lot of more strength training workouts, more um, single muscle groups. So I would go in and do back and chest, legs, buys, tries, um, hypertrophy training, trying to put on size, which I'm really happy I did at that point in my life because it did get me a very good base level of strength before getting into CrossFit, which I think helped um, make CrossFit relatively not easier because that came with its whole other book of challenges once I got into CrossFit. But I did a lot of traditional weightlifting. Um, I still did power cleans and ran sprints, but it was a different form of training. I wasn't nearly in as good a shape. And believe it or not, when it comes to raw strength, I probably had more raw strength. And what I mean by that was my squat, my deadlift was stronger, but I am stronger and faster now than I was 15 years ago when I was in college playing football. So. That's awesome. Yeah. What about you? Um, I actually, I was always involved with sports, but as far as fitness, when I really think at fitness, I didn't really focus on that until I was probably late 20s, early 30s. Um, I started biking quite a bit. I guess I've always biked, um, mountain biked, and then uh, started running, and then I dabbled into um, traditional strength training, bodybuilding type stuff. I discovered that I did a program called Body for Life that really got me into this, uh, and also, I guess, built up my base, because at that, I still consider young, too, so I did the, the typical chest days, back days, uh, lower you know, body days, and stuff like that, so I um, really enjoyed it, and then you know, the rest is history. Cool. Discovered this. Nice. Well, here's a fun one, Jackie. What is your favorite workout music? Oh, come to Momentum on Fridays at mor on Friday mornings. Country Friday. Country girl. <laughs> yeah. And you can uh, work out to it, too. You can. you got to find the right playlist and put the right together, but you can absolutely work out. And the right mindset. <laughs> yeah, I know. Some people hate it. And we will always have one Dolly song on Friday. That's one Dolly song for yes. sure. Um, I'm, I'm partial to any type of music. Um, I will say you can never go wrong with ACDC when it comes to exercise. You can lift weights to it. You can 
uh, pull a rower to it. It always goes well. Some classic rock. It's clean. You don't have to worry about um, edited versions. It's it's fine there. So from an ownership perspective, I like the classic rock. I will follow up with country. I do um, have a little story to go with that. In my senior year of college, they were redoing the weight weight room at UWBC. So we pulled our weightlifting platforms and racks into our locker room, and that's when you had to use a CD player to listen to music. You didn't have iPads or MP3s. They were just starting to come out, but nothing hooked up to them. And I had Alabama's greatest hits cranked up. And I remember Todd Glazer came in with a bunch of recruits from Chicago. <laughs> and I, I'm in there with one just shorts on, no shirt, and I got Alabama cranked up. And he said, if these kids don't come to, you, come to our school because of you, it's your fault. <laughs> but, uh, you know, rap is always good. I'm, in, I'm indifferent. <laughs> um, this one I'm going to be interested I'm curious on what you're going to answer to this one Jim if you could magically master one crossfit movement what would it be because you're pretty good at crossfit is there something out there that you really I'd say the one movement I really don't have are pistol squats um, I don't have the ankle mobility okay. needed so I know if I could learn pistol squats and for anyone who doesn't know what that is it's a single leg squat you squat on one leg stand up tall great movement I don't have the ankle mobility, so I always have to scale that with a counterweight, like a kettlebell held on in front of me to help keep my hips near my ankles. And I think if I could master those, a lot of my other movements would improve because it showed I improved my mobility there. Um, and then they always add new movements. I think this year in the games, they added crossover double unders, which I tried one, whipped myself pretty good in the hinder. So I put my <laughs> rope away and said, I'm not doing those anymore, which we'll talk about in a different podcast. <laughs> What about you, Jackie? Um, I have a lot to work on, but I would like to do butterfly pull-ups. That would be one movement I would really like to go. I love watching them. I love people who are fishing at them. And I'm just, I'm coming back from base right now uh, and with my shoulder injury, and I'm looking forward to do things the correct way, really keeping up with my mobility on the upper body and then building up my strength appropriately and not doing anything silly or or stupid with my upper body. I really want to do it the correct way. So we've been doing CrossFit for over 10 years. <laughs> yeah. What's the movement that's taking you the longest that you now can do? Double unders. And it's so crazy that, that I have struggled with that so much because I've always thought of myself as an athlete. But man, that, that was my nemesis. Yeah. And it really took me just buckling down and working on them. Sure. Not avoiding them. Yeah, completely. Yeah. And so I'm getting, yeah, they're coming. They are coming. I can get 20, 30 in a row now. I'm Which pretty is huge. excited. It is so Which huge. Which is huge. And <laughs> for those who don't know, the double under is one jump, two rotations of your rope with a jump rope. And yeah. they look easier than they really are. Oh, for sure. Uh, for I think, sure. Uh, I think for me, it was learning the butterfly pull up was yeah. probably, it took me the longest. And once you learn it, then you're like, it's hard to go back. Same with double unders. Once you learn double unders, like I can't do single skips anymore. Well, and you see that like, I, I, if people follow CrossFit and saw the CrossFit Games, they also threw single skips in this year, and a lot of those um, athletes had struggled with that, so they were doing the running jump just and went really slow to get them. So that was really kind of fun to watch. Nice. You know, even they have where that's your basic of your double under. Yeah, they threw yeah. a curveball at them. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of funny. Cool. All right, nutrition question. Here we go. If you could only have one meal the rest of your life, what would it be? Um, I, I'd have to go. I'm a farm girl, so I'm gonna have to go with my uh, my cheeseburger. My cheeseburger that's loaded: tomatoes, uh, pickles, lettuce, 
Um, it'd have to go with French fries on the side as well, but they have to be cooked really well. And then uh, that some people are going to groan at me, but roasted broccoli. <laughs> Oh, that would on be a burger? No, 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 no. Okay. On a side. On, on a side, side. On a side. Oh, yeah. No, not on a burger. Oh, my God. I've never had heard yeah. of that, but that's interesting. No, it'd be my burger with my fries and my broccoli. There are those three. Yep. As long as I had that, I think I could, yeah, right the rest of my life. Yeah. Right on. Gosh, I could, this is tough for me. I'm going to go with just a time of meal. I'm going to go with breakfast. Ah. Uh, or if I could have breakfast, because I've had breakfast at, for dinner, I think breakfast can be served anytime. So my traditional breakfast, three eggs, egg whites. Seal cut oats and avocado. And I'm like, I know this sounds really boring. I throw a steak in there too if I'm really starting to, you know, pamper myself that day or uh, something like uh, yogurt with granola on it too. But I think that might balance it out in terms of carbohydrates, fats, and proteins. And I could eat that all day, maintain health. Jackie's going to have three burgers a day. <laughs> you <health>. betcha. <laughs> <laughs> One where you just have to squish it to get your mouth around it. <laughs> You're right. Jackie, how many pairs of shoes do you own? Who do you think this question was aimed at? I don't know. Who do you think it was aimed at? You? Well, I don't know how many pairs of shoes I have. It's not aimed at me. <laughs> well, as I like to tell my husband, they are for work. Yes. So I'm, I'm sure we can write them off somehow, but he sure. says no. He says no. See, I'm going to go with less than my wife. <laughs> there you go. That's a safe answer. And that's how many I have is less than my wife has. Yeah. All right. I will count. I will go home and count. I will have the answer for our next podcast. Yeah. Well, it'll be like the, the thing of like Skittles in a jar and you have to guess how many Skittles are in there. We're just going to pile up shoes in a bunch of bags and say how many bags are in here and the winner gets a fitted. <laughs> and is it tennis shoes or all shoes? That's my question. I'm going to go with tennis shoes. <laughs> yeah. This is all shoes. We know Jackie's not going to give you the answer on that one. <laughs> all right. Hey, keep those questions coming. They've been really fun to answer and kind of think about, too. If you want anything more um, in-depth and specific, you know, to really make our brains think, do that, and we will get the research done and, on something, you yeah. know, with movements or stuff like that. Hit us up. Thank you for listening, and see you all next time. The Momentum Fitness Podcast. Listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, and anywhere quality podcasts are heard. Be sure to leave a five-star rating and a comment if you'd like. The Momentum Fitness Podcast.